The Craig and Tinney and Turfoot allotments are large, covering several acres, and they've been on the site for almost a century. They were founded in 1923. A quick glance over the walls show abundance, stretching almost as far as the eye can see. That's reinforced as you walk down the long, central, neatly cared-for paths on either side. Each individual plot is very well tended, filled mainly with fruit and vegetables. And there's an interesting story behind the allotment's creation, as I heard from Dave Roberts. It was originally run for the workers that used to work in the power station in Portobello. It's now long gone. There's a bit of land produced here between the houses and used to store coal for the power station. This bit of land was deemed as unusable and also a separation from the houses and the works that were there. Previously it was also a, a clay pit that they used to make the bricks in Portobello. So it's had many uses for the community for a, a number of years. When the industrial units went up they wanted trees put up. Well trees were put up before that for the dust for the coal and stuff. This was left free and the workers in the power station they asked if they could have it for allotments and it was agreed and they paid a rent. But it must have been kind of a peppercorn rent, rent that they were paying. Oh yeah, well I think they got it for nothing, virtually. Uh, I was looking back at the records and uh, in 1975 I think it was the rent was 30 pence, it was just nominal. However, the land was transferred to our company. The council put money aside to actually buy it and make it into official council allotments. For whatever reason the council didn't buy it, they sold the land to property developers and we are still in that position. The property developers own this land and we have it as allotments. Does that mean that's a sort of slight sort of Damocles hanging over your head? If yes indeed, yes indeed. So they've tried to get planning permission to build houses here on two occasions to my knowledge. However, they're always there and when conditions are right, then they'll try again, I would suggest. One thing he was keen to stress is that the allotments are very much part of the community. Every week, during the season, the plot holders will gather up any surplus, fruit and veg, and deliver it to the Basics Bank at the Wilson Memorial Church nearby. And charities have long been part of the Telferston story. Eight to five allotments are used as allotments, and we've got four community plots. Telfy Central, it's called. They look after uh, people with disabilities and things. We have the Edinburgh City Mission, a church charity type thing, and they've got a plot there. We've got Porty Parents and Permaculture. We've also got uh, artists in residence, so we've got a couple of artists who have got a plot there and uh, they bring people down. That's based in the uh, Porty Art Walk, yeah. So they're, they're here as well. So that's, that's the four different groups and then we've got this as a community plot. Anybody can come in here, they're not allowed in people's plots but they're allowed to walk the pass, observe what people are doing, speak to people and also use this area. So if a, a mother and child group had a notion to have a, a picnic to come here because there's not much in this area uh, in terms of green space. It is once you're over the Harley Road, the road you've got Rosefield and things like that but in, in reality for this uh, for Portobello Road section, this is the nearest bit of green space that's local. Okay. How, how well is it used from that point of view? Well, well, it's quite a bit. We've had old folks' homes have been down here. We've had Craig and Tenny School down here for a, a day, or half a day, showing them how to grow things and uh, taking them around the plots. And, uh, so it's open to anybody that has a notion to come here. When I'm here, I, I regularly see 
parents saw say coming with their children and they'll come along here and they can sit here for an hour and the kids can sit on the, the benches here and they can have a look at all the plants and things like that. So I guess it kind of uh, encourages the, the families to get their children interested. Yes, because these people live in flats. I mean, they've built a lot of flats over at Bellyfield. They can come along and it's just like a park, really. They can come here, sit here, they can have a picnic. If they want to get involved, we've got beds that they can come along if they want. If they spoke to the committee, they might be able to uh, get an agreement to do a wee bit, a wee patch. Just a wee thing for you to try. When the allotments first opened back in 1923, each plot was 250 square yards in size. That's roughly 200 square metres. But thanks to the demand from local people, many have now been reduced in size, though Dave still has one of the original larger areas of ground. Originally these were whole-sized plots. A plot size is about 200 square metres. Since the waiting list has been growing over the years, we now split plots. So if somebody gives up a full plot, we then convert it into two half plots. Originally it was 55 plots here. We're now at 85 plus the four community sites as well. So we're nearly at 90 plots now. So we nearly doubled it. There's not many really full plots still in existence. They've all been split into half. So how about yourself? How do you use it? Well, I use it to grow as much veg as I can, try and sort of maximise the amount of space I've got. So I grow fruit and veg. I've got cherry trees, uh, raspberries, strawberries. I grow asparagus, all the cabbage family, leeks, onions, garlic. There are times when I, I can't grow things. You can't get grow tomatoes here in the winter. The cabbage family will last. Brussels sprouts will last right through, and you can grow spring greens and stuff like that. So in the main, you try and grow things, and then I've got a big chest freezer in the garage, and I'll fill that over the the summer period, and then I'll use it up, and then I probably end up by say May. I've not got any garlic left. That's me. I've eaten it all. So there's a wee period when I have to go to the shops. For most of the plot holders, life revolves around the seasons, preparing the ground, planting and harvesting. And they get a lot of satisfaction, not just from this particular work, but also from watching and listening to the wildlife drawn to this oasis in town. Coming up to Christmas, you start thinking about buying seeds. And then from that point on, you're preparing the soil. We have a clay-based soil here. So we need to continually lighten the soil by introducing grit and sand and organic matter. As much organic matter as you can get into the soil, you'll be repaid. If you look after the soil, they'll look after the plants. Good soil will give you good plants and produce. Uh, poor soil, that's, that's what you'll end up with, poor produce. Oh, you get a lot from allotments just coming down here, uh, even today, wonderful. You can hear the birds singing, that's uh, all things that's singing away there. And there's quite a good population of them now that goes there. You can hear that one just chirping, chirping, but it's just a way up there. Over the years since I've came here, I can't remember seeing them in the beginning, but they have a small family or group of them have started to appear here. We've got bats here at night. I've never seen any, but one of our uh, plot holders is a ranger at the park. He's got a device to detect bats. And there's lots of wildlife here. You'd be surprised. We're in the middle of the city, really. And I've had pheasants here, I've seen a weasel, foxes, lots of foxes. We believe there's badgers, we've never seen any, but we believe there's badgers up in the back here. They do hold regular community events, including barbecues, throughout the year. And 2023 will be a very special one when they celebrate their centenary. We look forward to joining them again then.